Welcome to the Circle Podcast Show, powered by Hair in Motion. This podcast brings you inspiring and motivating industry experts who each have their own unique story and skill set that I want to share with the members of the Circle. Now, if you want to find out what else the Hair in Motion platform can offer you, please head to the website, which is www.hairinmotion.co.uk. I'm your host, Charlie Gray. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. I'm super excited to announce that we have Mr. Robert Bray joining us on today's podcast. Rob owns Braid Barbers, which is based in Milton Keynes and Limiton Spa, and he's most well-known for his creative cuts and shoots that he puts out there. And I've met Rob once or twice, um, once in Greece and once in Russia, where we spent some time together. And I really find his journey very, very interesting, and he's got some really insightful points to share and also take us down the route of his creative process as Rob is most well known for his creative work and a lot of people would love to hear where he gets his inspiration from and how he decides he moves on to his next project so enjoy the listen and thanks Rob for being a part of the podcast Mr Robert Braid hey how you doing Charlie I'm amazing, thank you. Uh, thank good. you for stepping onto the podcast, and um, I appreciate you taking time out of your, you know, your evening to come and speak to to me and the guys. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for asking me. No, no, no. To be honest, you were one of my um, one of the first guys on my list. To be honest, I've been meaning to ask since I started doing this podcast, and um, I've obviously spent a little bit of time with you on a few little trips and stuff. And I know you've got some interesting facts and stories to to share. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know? Do you know the the funny thing is, is like obviously I've, I've I've known about you for some years now, especially with men, when Men's Bar started, you know, kicking off. Um, and you were probably one of the last barbers that I wanted to meet. That, you know, I actually got to meet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm 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 that kind of in, inconspicuous character that no one really gets to meet that much. I think you were. <laughs> yeah, I think you were avoiding me. Nah, mate. Nah, I wasn't. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's the past. We've met a few times now. Yes, nice. and it's been great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been. We've always had a lot of fun um, yeah. every, everywhere we've been. I think what was it? Uh, Russia and Greece. We did. We've done a few yes. shows together. Yes. Yeah. Both. Both very fun times. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, for the listeners that might not who know who you are, um, or might not know a lot about you, can yeah. you kind of explain, um, you know, your name and like what you're about? Where you yeah. work? Where, where you work? Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, I'm Robert Braid um, uh, from Braid Barbers in the UK, and uh, I've got I used to have uh, three barber shops, but I've got two barber shops now. Um, I've been in the, in the hair industry for about twenty years. Um, I started off as a hairdresser for ten years, um, and then I quit hairdressing altogether and I went to pursue other things abroad um, I always wanted to be some type of instructor uh, but I wanted to be uh, like a snowboard instructor and a scuba diving instructor um, so I quit I quit hairdressing and pursued that but wh- where I went on my travels I went to Asia and then I ended up I, I did my my courses my diving course 
but I decided that I wanted I wanted to see more of Asia and travel around. So I decided not to um, pursue that and just spent a few years traveling about. And then I came back from traveling. And at that point, men's hair started to get a lot more interesting. And um, do you want me, am I, Charlie, am I waffling no, on here? No, mate, honestly, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to the story. I haven't heard this stuff yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm just all ears right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Go. If, if, if you're waffling, I'll let you know and I'll jump in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I'm going off on one ear. Yeah, but anyway, so like, so I went off, I went off traveling. I mean, I've, I've got to be honest. So when I, when I was in, when I finished school, I didn't actually know what I wanted to do. My dad, my dad always um, was a hairdresser and had five salons around the country. And he always said, you know, do you want to come and work for me? And it wasn't something that I originally wanted to do. Mm. And um, when I left school, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was kind of sitting twiddling my thumbs for a bit. And he said, well, why don't you just come and work for me and see if you, see if you like it? And um, so I went, I went to one of the salons and I thought, you know what? I love this. I love the atmosphere. I love the, the, the you know, there's music on. And, and um, I know you don't have music in Men's Spa, <laughs> um, which I, I'd find, I'd struggle with that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I love my music. And um and I, I really like the atmosphere and the social side of it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. And I'd always been good at art at school. So it was, it was along the lines of, you know, creativity and stuff. So I, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I, but I was never that, if I'll be honest, I was never that passionate about hair. It was, I, was, I just really liked the job. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so I kept that going. But then it got to a point where I was like, right, I was always in pursuit of other things. And I, I had this calling to go abroad, you know, to see the world and travel. Um, and when I finally got the chance to go, I went traveling around Asia. And um, I saved it for a long time. I put, I, I put my house, I took some of the equity out of my house. So, you know, I had about 20 grand mm-hmm. uh, to, to go off with. And um, I, I went traveling. And I think it was when I was in um, Thailand I saw uh, Beckham. Beckham came out came out on the pitch with uh, a mohawk and a line in his head. And uh, what you saw him lo- in person? No, 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 no. Sorry, oh, I, was, right. I, I, I was watching. I was watching. Yeah. The, I was watching the World Cup, oh, uh, right. and, I, and I was in Thailand yeah, at yeah. the time. I was in a bar, and but you got to bear in mind, men's hair wasn't that interesting when I first got into the uh, salon. It was all like crew cuts, French crops, flat tops short back and sides there was nothing mm. interesting or creative about men's hair and men it almost it was almost like men didn't really care about the hair if you know what i mean to they obviously did but i don't know they're just what what yeah. what 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 brought you into the industry in the first place what attracted you to to doing hair well it's it's because i like i said i didn't really know what i wanted to do at the time and mm. um my, my my dad had five salons around the country and he, he just said why don't you just come and sit, see if you like it and I just loved the atmosphere and the social side of it and, you know, working with other people. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I was, I was always into art when I was at school. I was really good at art. And, and it was kind of, it was a way of me being creative. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so it kind of fitted with how I was sort of a, as a person. It sort of came naturally to me. And I picked it up pretty quick, if I'll be honest. Um, I got taught by my... Stepmom, 
um, I was I didn't go to college or anything. My my step my stepmom taught me the basics, and then I kind of learnt myself from mm-hmm. there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of people are self-taught towards the start of their career until they go on to developing more knowledge and skill and maybe taking further education. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of like I just you know I enjoyed I, I enjoyed working with females and 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 uh cutting the hair and stuff it was a lot more interesting than men's hair mm. uh so i didn't really do any men's hair and, and until like i said i saw beckham come out with a, a funky haircut on the on the pitch when i was watching the world cup in thailand <laughs> and and then i thought do you know what when i get home i, w- I want to get into men's hair oh really so that I, that 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 spurred you that moment yes wow and and, and it was because i could start uh, doing patterns in the hair and doing lines and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So that's mm. that's initially what attracted me to doing men's hair because I thought this is great. I can draw on men's hair basically, um, not to, not to the standard of like someone like Rob the Original, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Like just do like a few lines here and there. And um, and it, and when we when we first opened when we opened our first barbershop, I actually started doing patterns, and we were we were well known for that. You know, we used to, we used to get an audience like uh, outside the shop, looking in, looking in through the window, watching me do <laughs> patterns. <and> really? Stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Um, um, where um, where is your shop based? Is it over in Milton like, Keynes area? Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. so my dad's always my dad's had a salon in Milton Keynes since 1976. Wow. Yeah. Um, so when I um, when I was eight, 17, I, I went to his salon and um, I worked for him for like uh, 10 years or so. And then I went traveling. Then when I came back, me and my brother opened our first barbershop in Banbury, um, of all places. Why, Bam- <laughs> why Banbury? But I'm actually, I'm actually from Birmingham. So, oh. it's, so it's kind of like we, we always sort of like knew of Banbury, if you know what I mean. It was like a, like a, a small sort of like... Uh, you know small town do you know what I mean we wanted to start off small mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean like um, not be too much you know swimming the sharks if you like yeah yeah so yeah so um, kind of create your own image yeah exactly um, so so we started with bar- with a small barbershop in Banbury and then we expanded um, to, to a shopping Leamington Spa which is near Birmingham Warwickshire it's a beautiful beautiful place and then um and then me and my brother took over my dad's shop in Milton Keynes. He wanted to retire. And then uh, we then moved from, from his shop. We downsized because uh, the, rent, the rent's phenomenal in Milton Keynes mm. shopping center. We downsized and, and got our own barbershop in Milton Keynes. And that, we've, we've had that barbershop now for about five years. Amazing. And it's at that point, actually, where I started social media. Uh, and that's where that's where everything started to really, you know, happen for me. Start to click, yeah. With, with yeah. What um? So, what would you say the vision was of Braid Barbers when you first opened the shop? Uh, what you mean, right back in the day when I first had the barber shop? Yeah, the, yeah. When you when you when you first opened the the shop under the name Braid Barbers, like, what was your vision with it? um if i'll be honest it was just just to make money and like you know I, i've got I, i'm not uh, proud of it but when you know when i first opened my barbershop we were just it was just all about quick haircuts and getting the, the numbers in and mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because it, it was like 10 pound a haircut which is nothing you know so it was like 
bashing out the haircuts. Um, they were good haircuts, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it. I didn't really have a vision at that point. It was just I, I enjoyed the atmosphere of a barbershop. I enjoyed working with the lads. I enjoyed the banter um, and, and just cutting hair. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, I wasn't overly passionate about hair. I didn't have any vision at that time. It was just, I just kind of fell into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. I think a lot of people um, fall into hair, especially when their family members maybe have done it in the past. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it, I don't think, if, if my dad wasn't a hairdresser, it probably it wouldn't have been something I would have pursued in the really? first place. I never, I never wanted to do it. Not not once did I say, oh, you know, I want to be a hairdresser. I want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know, to, to, be, to be honest, I was, when I fell into hair myself, I didn't really know I wanted to do it. And But but the only difference between me and you is, is that I had no family members doing it. Um, yes. Yeah, but a few family members have said to me that I should try it. That's what spurred me to go and do it. If it, if it wasn't for them to say that, I probably would never even why... pick a pair of scissors up personally. But... But why did they say try it? What what made well, them say to you, try again? It? I think they. Saw, I was always a quite a creative um, person at school, and I wasn't yes. very. I wasn't very academic, and yeah. I, I was always thinking um, of a lot of things and creating a lot of ideas. But then I was struggled to actually put that into anything that was constructive. So I was never good yes. at drawing or painting and things like that. Unfortunately, I was never good at playing an instrument. Um, I was kind of always looking for a way to be creative. Um, for a while, for for a while, sorry, I was growing up um, playing a lot of football, and I used to kind of find a lot of creativity whilst I was playing football on the pitch. Yeah. But then when that kind of started to die down, and I grew up a bit, I I needed another outlet. Yes. You, you, yeah, you needed some um, or, or, like real structure, didn't you? To, to it. Yeah, I Is just it, needed an avenue where I could put yes. a lot of my focus and creativity into, and I guess hair became that thing yes yeah 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 personally so yeah yeah that's 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 pretty much the same as me really but like i I mean i don't know if we'll 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 come to this but do you know what um really where my passion started to grow for hair was through photography yeah i was hoping to definitely talk about this um at some point through this chat i mean you can elaborate on that now to be honest did you start yeah did you start photography before hair or was it hair before photography (laughs) So, all so all I started. I, I was obviously a, I was a hairdresser first, mm. um, but then like I didn't really. I wasn't like I said. I wasn't really passionate about hair, so I went off to travel. I wanted to see the world basically, um, and travel around and experience new things. And I took my camera. I took my camera with me. Did now, you? When, yeah. When I was when I what you got to remember is when I first went traveling, there was no Facebook. There was no digital cameras and phones and. There wasn't even emails. You didn't have internet cafes. So you had a, so, fil- a film camera on you. Yeah, I had a film camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, and 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 do you know what it was? Was that instead of writing a diary? So actually, people people used to take a diary and write their, their you know about their journey. But I wanted to capture my journey through photography because I started taking pictures and I realised that I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's so therapeutic, and I would just I'd look through the lens and just oh that's nice and, and just capture things. Um, do, you still, so, do, you, do you still have the shots now? I do, yeah. I've got, um, I've got an album up in my attic of, of all the, and they're all really grainy photos. Yeah, because because obviously they're film and they're completely unedited. Um, <laughs> and the funny the funny thing is, they're actually better photos than I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do you know? know what? Tell tell her tell her. You know, just just to jump in there, some of the recent shoots that I've done, we've been firing some film shots off, and 
they're actually some of my favourite shots in the whole collection. Do, to be honest with you, do, some of the you film know, ones, man. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm realising now? Like, and I, I, I think it's with anything. You know, when something's too polished, too, mm. too, too well produced, too sparkly, it kind of gets on your nerves. And then you go back to the beginning. You get, oh, I want it grainy. I want it real. I want it. Well, I think natural. I think photography as a whole topic over the last ten years or so, and and especially within barbering and hairdressing, it has just become more polished and polished and polished and polished. And until the photos don't look almost real anymore, do they? Yes. And 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 I know that there is. Um, uh, a space for that in yes, in some shoots and stuff, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's got to so much of that point now where actually people are starting to use more films in a lot of fashion and editorial shoots again because it is the different rather than looking exactly the same as everyone else. Yeah, it's 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 just be, it's more raw. Yeah, P- people want to see raw images. You know mm. what I mean? It's almost it's almost like um, I, I, I remember seeing um, a photo in BTC, you know, the BTC competition. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was somebody that took a photo on their iPhone or something. It was just completely raw and edited picture. And do you know what? It was so appealing because it was just, you could see, it was just a, a, like a natural shot. And I think it was so endearing. You, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, like, something, there's something nice about looking at something even quite your, raw, isn't Even it? yours. Even yours. I thought, I thought that your your entries really stood out in comparison to everyone else. Everyone else is really polished and perfect. and like. Yeah, but do you know the funny thing about the entries that I did last year for that? I, th- I think I'm sure I told you this story. So obviously I entered the, um, the studio shot one, the professional shot one. Yeah. Um, but well, I took mine off a, a small Sony a6000 digital camera um, yeah. in a in a classroom against a whiteboard that you normally write on with no yes. with no lights apart from one ring light and yeah. and the shots came out amazing um yes. somehow i don't know how and I, th- I think i even edited them on my phone on like a little um phone app thing and then i entered yeah. them into the proper big daddy um you know editorial yes. ones and, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. and they got into the final <laughs> I know it was quite funny. To be... but, oh, it was just funny. But again, it was because it, they they actually stood out. Yeah, they looked a lot rawer than the other yeah. ones that were in there. That's for sure. Yes, it, they they oh. stood out to me, and, and that's that's what happens. I think is everything goes like in reverse. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, everything gets to a point where it's like can't go any further, and then it's it, you go back to the beginning, and that then appeals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it, it becomes the new different again, doesn't it? Yes, that's it. It that's just works in cycles. Everything does. Yes. Fashion does. Photography does. Hair does. Yes. Everything's come. Everything comes back round again, and exactly, it's kind of the people who take the risks at the times where it's not popular. I find are the ones that can gain reward from it. Yes, but it has to be done right. It has to be executed right. Of course, I mean, I mean, your model, your model was, your model was fantastic. Uh, obviously, the haircut was amazing. Uh, the poses were good, you know, and so, and so it all worked with mm. it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, so yeah, and. Um, sorry, my my little boy's just walked in the room. Oh, sorry, actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cut, cut that out. That yeah, no, out no, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Right, go on, Isley. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you in a minute. Sorry, I've I've come in the quietest room in the house, and you still right, managed mate. to find me. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. Um, so. You're most well known for your signature creative shots. Um, personally, that's what I see you as and what I hear a lot of people say about, you know, they kind of say, you know, like Rob Braid, 
you know, you put all this creative work out and it's, you can see that you're passionate about it. And it's very different to a lot of stuff that a lot of other people would put out where, 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 you know, which sets you aside, which is great. And where, where do you find your inspiration from, from a lot of these shoots? Is it, is it different every time? Um, yeah. Okay. So can I, can I sort of go back to like when I went to Asia, you can now, go, when, you can go back to whenever you want. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was traveling around Asia, I was taking, like I was saying, I was documenting um, my trip and I was taking pictures of sunsets and buildings and things like that. And then I was thinking, do you know what? You can, you can, you can see so many sunsets that they, they all start to look the same. You look at buildings. Yes. They're interesting. If you're into architecture and things like that, but do you know what I started to realize is that capturing people, is 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 where you really see the culture difference mm. you know like if you were in vietnam or cambodia or thailand you will see the difference when you take a picture of, of that the people because then you really do see the culture do you know what i mean like a sunset in thailand and a sunset in cambodia are practically the same mm. so so what but what happened in a lot of these countries when i was taking pictures of the people they didn't overly like me taking pictures of them or they weren't, or they weren't used to it. So what would happen is if I say, "Can I take a picture?" They would like freeze, and they would do like an obvious pose, you know, like <laughs> like a, not not a natural, not a natural yeah. smile. You know, when you say to someone, um, "Right, try not try to look natural," and they look the most unnatural they've ever looked in their life. Yes, <laughs> it happens all the time. It happens all the time. But do you know, do you know where? Do you know the worst one? The worst. Well, I wouldn't say the worst one, but do you know, I went to Mongolia, which is actually my favourite country i went to now at the time they they'd never seen cameras right bear in mm. mind they haven't even got tvs okay and um so i'd stick a camera in front of them and they would like freeze they'd look frightened like i was about to shoot them you know <laughs> yeah. so so um so i do you know i started taking pictures of them without them realizing so what i was actually doing was i was working around them it's like sneaking about taking pictures and trying to capture them being natural trying to capture the essence of their culture. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that is where I get my inspiration from for photography. And so when I, when I come back to my like hair shots and stuff, when I'm taking my shots, I could do the best haircut ever. But if I, if I haven't captured that person's look or make the best out of them, I, 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 I'm not happy with the with the with the haircut sorry i'm not happy with the image i would almost not put the image out there it could be the best haircut ever i've ever done but if i'm not happy with the person's look i wouldn't use it and and that that was that's my inspiration behind my photography and and behind my creativity because i'd i'd be wanting to get the look do you you know what i mean rather than the haircut yeah yeah no, yeah yeah I can completely relate and I completely understand that um you know you could do this an an amazing haircut but if it's not captured in the right way and it's not showing and portraying what you want it to it it, it doesn't feel right does it and that's right but it's but it's the look it's cuz the what you got remember is when you're doing a haircut on someone it's it's like the haircut and the and and the it makes their look doesn't it mm. it complements their look it brings their look out you, do you know what I mean? And and that, that's that's where that's I think what where my photographs and my images stood out in the first place, and why people really like uh, started following me. Yeah. Because there was like there's something different about this guy in the fact that it's not just about a haircut. He's like it, 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 there's like it's almost like I want to get emotion. I want to get emotion behind 
the image as well. I, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. It's a bit, you know, like if you look, if you look at your images, there, there is way more than just a haircut that you're posting. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole look. Like you, you know, some, some, some of them. You go to town, man. You got the outfits, you got the makeup, you got everything yes. going on. You yeah. know, and you, you put everything, you put all of your creative mind and your art into what you're doing, which yeah. is, which is why you stand out, and it's great to see. Yeah, because in the, in the beginning, people were just taking um, iPhone shots of, of the customers sitting, you know, in a seat with yeah. a gown on, with yeah, a gown on. Yeah, we've, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I never did that. Did you not? Right no? from the start. No, oh. never did it from the start. And I think that's where that's where I took off. Mm. It, in, I think it was Kevin Lunchman was 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 doing that, in you know, as well. It, like he was, he was like producing like ama- amazing imagery, and it was all about the styling. Yeah, I've got, I've got to say that Kevin Lunchman was 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 one of my was one of my inspirations. You know, when I when I first come out to um, when I first come onto social media. Um, yeah, he produces some lovely stuff. Yes. So, um, so yeah, and then like, and and everything like my haircuts. Like I said to you about when i first started getting into men's hair i started doing patterns so that's why you see a lot of hair designs in my work because that's my almost like my roots to coming into men's hair if you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and then like the photography is through from my traveling and then uh, and then through my you, you know i've done a lot of traveling over, and, and i've been to things like burning man have you heard of burning man yeah, of course I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you been? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I haven't. I don't think I'm going to ever get to go. To be fair, no, I know, not, but, um, not now. Yeah, no. But, um, but like, if you went, if you went to Burning Man, it's complete freedom in 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 expressive creativity. You know what I mean? It's like there's no way of of how you meant to look. It's it's like everybody's just being themselves and and looking how they want to look. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I kind of took that. I took that kind of uh, approach to my work. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to follow what everyone else is doing. I just want to do what I, what I want to do. Yeah. And, yeah. and all my, and all my work reflects a little bit is a, it reflects on me as a person and, mm-hmm. and my experiences throughout my life. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? Like, like we've, te- I did a tech and shoot, you know, you're probably thinking, why would you do a tech and shoot? And you got Hayachi with the, um, you know, the hair sticking up and the bold bit in the middle. Yeah. I remember saying it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, which I think is it looks so cool, you know, that 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 hair that hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. You'd have I mean I, I almost You didn't to actually go... shave his head, did you? That's that's a, a We did. Was it, oh, that was a head shave, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, I, thought, we sha- I thought that might have been like a skull cap or something that you put over the top. No, no, no. So, um he grew we basically he grew his hair to like uh kind of he grew his hair to a certain length where we could actually put hair extensions in it. Okay. But then we shaved him. We shaved his hair down the middle, and then added hair extensions to the to where he had hair. Do you see what I mean? And then so styled it. Was he was he kind of bald through the middle of the head already? Yeah, naturally. No, no, no. he wasn't. No, he, but no. He, let, he let you do it. Yeah, he let me do it. How much yeah. you pay? How much you paying for that? Then? Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> no. All, all, all my all my models are like customers. You know that just I've 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 seen them and grabbed them and said, look, you know, do, do you want to be part of this? And they all love it because it's like a character, isn't it? They're all getting into some sort of character, and um, we just, do you know what? I just have fun doing it, mm. and if if it does well and people like it and people respond to it, then it's just a bonus. But I'm actually just doing what makes me happy. Do you know mm. what I mean? And that's the most important thing, mate. Like you said, honestly. Yeah. 
yeah. and it's you know it's great that you get that creative freedom um but you know obviously you haven't always had that though have you from when you first started opening the shops like you said it was no. more about grinding out the haircuts you know getting the money in and then this is this this your kind of love for photography has kind of slowly seeped into what your work on a daily basis now and, and i guess you kind of have the freedom to be able to do it yeah because it's like it's like um that you're creative charlie i'm creative and it's like i'm using the tools i'm using the photography tools and barbering tools to create art mm. and it's uh, really what i'm doing is i'm just creating art yeah uh, and in the process uh, and and through the photography actually i was i've been learning how to cut hair you know, I, I would I would see like your haircuts and uh, Joshua Monica's haircuts and things like that. And, and, and at the time, I wouldn't necessarily know how to do that haircut technically. But because I'm a visual artist, I would visually create it. But with using the barbering tools and a camera. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Where, whereas you, 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 you were producing the haircut through technical um, a technical system. Mm. which which i also think that there's an art to it you, you know mm, definitely no no 100 percent. there's you know there's different ways of approaching of, things of a, way yeah. more you know visual technical if you have a good combination of both then you're winning but um, yes. i think everyone definitely has a strength which leans more towards one than the other exactly mm. yeah but yeah go on what um yeah. what I was, I was i was gonna say what what do you think sets you, your shops apart from other shops around you um is it the creative aspect that you talk about or is it something different i i think we i just think people like the atmosphere of, of our shop you know we, we make it try and make it feel like home you know what i mean like somewhere comfortable to come and have your hair cut somewhere where they can the guys can relax mm-hmm. um have a bit of banter get away from um you know what whatever their problems are in life you know come away and you know do you know what i mean and uh and then we produce we produce quality haircuts. We're more about the quality mm-hmm. of of haircuts than the, than quantity, uh, customer service, and, and um, you know we're always really striving to to, to 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 be as good as we can be. You know, mm. it's we're just striving to be the best versions of ourselves. Mm. And, and I, I, I try, you know, I get the staff to do that, and we, we, I think that's how we set set ourselves apart. We. All the people that work for me are passionate about what they do. It, it's not just a job, you know. It's a lifestyle. You, you know what I mean, Charlie? It's not. It's, yeah, it's not just a job. Of course. Do you do you find that um, when you are looking for new staff, or you you know you're expanding, or you need new staff, or whatever? Um, do you find that you always try to look for the right person rather than the best haircut? Yes. Yes. Mm. Like I've I've had I've had people come to. Me, come to work for me and they've been amazing at cutting hair but they've just literally got no personality and that you know or they're, they're in it for the wrong reasons they're in it for the fame of instagram or just just to to, to get shots and um they're not really they're not it's i think it's about being a part of a team as well i think that's the most important thing is being part of a team you know look, looking after each other and and, and working together for, for, it's, it's kind of building that sense of community within your salons is really really yes. important isn't it and that kind of like family mentality yes yes i'm really sorry my um my son's <laughs> come back in here again isley isley you need to isley i'll come and talk to you in a minute okay because i'm on a call isley i'll come and talk to you in a minute 
can you shut the door, please? Sorry, Charlie. That's all right, mate. No worries. He's, he's, he's putting me off. You're going to be uh, you're, you're going to be make, making me work extra hard for this editing, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, where was we? I was just saying how um, it's important to have that real sense of community and family unity within your shops. Yeah. It just it just takes one person to not to not be you know playing ball being part of the team and it just ruins everything you know it just it really does doesn't it when you get that one person that maybe doesn't want to be there anymore they can really be that kind of poison within the shop yes so it's not a nice it's not a nice thing to be around it's it's not it's not nice and and i always find that when someone leaves as well it leaves a little bit of negativity doesn't it yeah yeah it does but then obviously the right people that stay there will yes will 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 soon forget that and will soon move forward and hopefully another right person will come forward yeah but you you got to go through some bad apples to get the good ones mate that's for sure that's right that's right. And I think, 100%. you know, for, for any business owner, shop owner, I think they'll, um, they'll experience that and go through that whole journey. Yeah. Um, so obviously we are going through a very difficult period at the moment. It yeah. is um, it's just about July 2020, nearly nearly August in a day or two. Um, yeah. ju- the shops have just gone back about what about a month ago now about four, yeah, about four weeks yeah. ago yeah um which is great for the industry um but do you see this pandemic coming on much more of a long-term issue in our industry or do you see it becoming smoother now and getting kind of back to how it was or what, what's your take on um you know you don't you don't you don't you know talk necessarily about the actual virus itself i mean just more about yeah. how it's affected our industry and how we move forward from this right well if i just te- if i tell you how it's been for myself mm. um in the shops is we st- we had two record breaking weeks when we opened on 4th of July and, Cri- and Chris- then... Cri- Christmas came early did it yes yeah yes. It, 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 it was it was like christmas on yeah. on steroids if i'll yeah, be honest yeah. uh, we couldn't believe it um and then it's gone like worryingly quiet mm. you know and i think what's worrying about it is that it's the unknown we've never been in this position before do you know what i mean like and, and like i you know we've had quiet times we've had busy times and and you, you take the rough for the smooth but i think mm. it's the un, the unknown that's a little bit worrying yeah it's almost like we don't know whether the general public are going to be getting as regular haircuts as they were because they're being cautious exactly but at this point i think that the, that the furlough what the government is 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 doing mm. um, is not really helping because it's it's almost like keeping everybody it's keeping everybody in their homes mm. and um, and they're not wanting to venture out you know um, I, I think like a lot of people are like what either wanting to get the haircut at home or they will just go to their local barbers they're not wanting to go onto the high street or they're not wanting to go into the shopping center um, and then, and then, because bars and restaurants haven't really opened properly yet, mm. um, there's not really much for people to do. So there's not really that. Oh, I'm going out on Friday night. Let me get. Let's get a haircut. Um, there's definitely it, lack of urgency, isn't there? Lack of urgency to to kind of look good. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I had I had um, one lad that used to come in every week to get his haircut. And he's only been in once, and I sort of said to him, well, you know, why you know why aren't you coming back? And he said, well, I'm still on furlough. Um, and I, there's, not, there's not really anything for me to do. So, so I, I don't really, 
you know, he's not going out as much as he used to. So he's not wanting to look so fresh all yeah. the time. Which is understandable, uh, obviously. Yeah. But uh, not ideal. But, <laughs> for, but it, just, yeah. it, just, it just seems like everything's, everything's been forced into, into your home. You know, like you know, a lot of people are working from home now. You know, these huge companies that had people working in offices and stuff, they're all working from home. Mm. And so it's not like they're having to go in the office and keep the hair haircut fresh. They're at home. Um, so I, I really don't, I really don't know what's going to happen with it. I, I'm, I, I'm hoping it's going to smooth out, you know, and it's just going to go back to normal. But I think it's going to be a few months yet. I think, um, I was going to say it will be, I think it will be October when everything sort of goes back, starts to go back to normal and levels out. But the only, then the only thing I'm worried about with October is they reckon that's when we're going to get like possibly a second spike. Yeah. I, I, I personally think this whole year is a bit of a write-off to be fair. Um, yes. I know that sounds really da- kind of down and negative, but, um, I'm not at all. I'm very positive, and I've I've done a lot of very positive things through this time, personally um, and business wise. But um, yeah. I I just can't see, unfortunately, things getting much better than what they are until no. at, at least another, you know, un, 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 until we go into next year, and that's if yes. things things kind of go the way that we, we that that we want them to. Yes. Um, and obviously that will affect a lot of businesses. Even if we're allowed to be open, it's they're still not going to be taking what anything near what we were. Um, at at capacity and then again that's going to put a lot of pressure and strain onto um, owners and bosses to keep on you know um, barbers and hairdressers and it it, it is potentially or it could you know get um, worse and it could get better yeah I mean I've I've had to put I've had to put some of my staff on furlough Mm. you know like so I've got I've got two separate teams at the moment in, in in our shops so we've got two teams in each shop and it's in case anyone gets the virus within the shop, we can have a team go go into um, so self isolation for two weeks or quarantine for two weeks, whilst the other team takes takes over. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, but it's just it's it's just tough. It it really is. It's tough at the moment, and, and I'm having to I'm having to furlough people uh, to keep the shop to keep the yeah. shops running. Really. Yeah. Um, it's quite a sad sad situation really to be fair isn't it i i always thought barbering was uh bulletproof you know it's not something you can buy online mm. you know every, people always need a haircut you know but it's just it's just whether shops i mean haircuts will survive but will shop barber shops survive i know right will you know? high will will yeah will high street salon survive yeah yeah and I think that's a question that anyone can really answer, unfortunately. No, and, um, and, yeah, yeah, and and that and that's that is where we're we're at right now. Is it's just the, it's the unknown. So no one's got the answers, and and that's why it, it, it's a little bit worrying. And and like uh, I hate to sound negative, I'm 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 going to be positive. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep I'll keep trying, and you know keep working hard. Um, I, I look, at, I'm I'm really looking after my customers. You, you do know what I mean? I'm like doing more. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep at it. I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll strive in. I am positive, but like I said, I just don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, just, that's right. I just wanted to get your 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 take on it and see, you know, what's going on. Yeah, over where you are. 
Um, yeah. but I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's, it's very similar for many people. You know, like, like, like I said to you, I spoke to one or two um, barbers around the London area and they said very similar things. They were very, very busy and now they're very quiet um, and they don't really know why that's happened either. So I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah. Well, is it, you know, at the end of the day, we we'll just we we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Hang on. It, it should sort itself out. You know, it, it will. It will. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think it would just encourage a lot of people to have longer hairstyles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, do, do, do you know? Do you know what the the, the 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 thing's been actually is a lot. A lot of people have been forced to grow their hair, mm. and they've actually they're actually liking the hair that little bit longer. Do you and, like that, uh, that, 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 that that that's happened? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I I get absolutely sick and tired of doing skin fades and fades, mm. you know, and I want to do longer hair. You know, I'm I'm desperate for models now that have got longer hair. Do you know what I mean? I want to showcase some long, longer stuff. And I'm having to, you know, before the lockdown, I was having to tell my customers, please, can you grow your hair longer for me? You know, <laughs> um, so I can take some shots. And, and they're coming in with long hair now and saying, actually, oh, I really like it. You know, can you just trim it up? And I'm like, yes, you know. There you go. There's a bit of positiveness yes. from the uh, all the negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's move on from that then. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you a little bit about, um, obviously, you've already mentioned that you like to educate in ways and help other people. Um, we've done some shows together where they're education shows. Yeah. And what, what, what draws you to education and what, what does it mean to you to be able to educate other people within hair? Yeah. So, so for me, I've got to be honest, I never wanted to be an educator. Um, again, it's something that I just fell into. I think with with uh, my social media, like, you know, really exploding and like be- becoming sort of well-known around the world, mm-hmm. I-, I was getting a lot of interest and a lot of people asking. I think it was 2018. I kept getting people asking me, can you come and do this show? Can you come and do that show? And I, it, was, it was never something that I wanted to do. Um, Why is that? Because I just, because I, I don't think that I, like I work in, in such a structured way. So I, I didn't know how I could teach that. How you know what I mean? Like, because uh, I was never when I learned to cut hair, I never learned in a structured way. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very much a visual artist. So it was like, how can I portray that? You know, to people. How can, how can you? How can you? How can you be? Rela- how can you be relatable for other people to be able to learn your ways? Yes, yes. So, but then it. You know, it's. Um, but then I start because there was so much interest in me doing it. I thought, you know what, this this is another challenge for me, and I and, and I want to start like tapping into this. So then I started, you know, learning a bit of. Uh, um, I came to uh, I did actually I did a day with uh, Joshua Monica, mm-hmm. and and uh, I've, you know I've done a few courses with other people, some of my you know favorite barbers out there, and just to see how they do it and get some ideas and 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 sort of interpret what they do into my style so you know like i went and learned a day with josh monica and there was there was bits that i wouldn't have used but there's a lot that i would use but but it was because it fits in with me and what i do is do you get what i'm saying charlie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. completely yeah um and so you know through that journey i've i've been um learning more structure and and if I'll be honest with you, as an as an educator, I'm learning almost on the job. 
Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Oh, mate. I mean, that's how you get better at educating by educating more and becoming more experienced. But yes, you know, there was a time where I had never taught a class in my life, and I was a complete beginner of teaching. But you, you know, you've either got it or you haven't. I think in educating. Yes, personally, I, mean, I, I was just like I, I just I, I was never thought I'd be any good at talk. Like I, I really don't like talking too much, if you know what I mean. Because when I think the thing is with me, when I'm doing a haircut, I like zone into the haircut, and I, mm. I and I really focus on the haircut. And th- for me, talking whilst I'm doing it almost like puts well, me off. It's it's a whole other skill set that you need to yes. learn, isn't it? It's not just cutting hair. Yes, this is what I, I tell people. Yeah, I might understand it, but what I'm saying is, uh, are they going to understand it? And you have to break it down simply so that they can understand it and and i think that's what it was was yes i might understand it but they don't you've you've got to be able to break it down so that's what i did was i started breaking down everything i do and 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 getting structure to it and and for me like the most important thing about educating is that you know if people learn anything from me and they 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 feeling that they're inspired by me then that's that makes my day if i'll be honest you yeah. know it's not about me getting on stage hey look at me it's like if somebody learns something from me and it helps them in their journey and and they feel inspired and, and they come up to me and say do you know what that was amazing what you did i'm really inspired by it then I, that's that's the most rewarding thing about educating yeah. you know yeah i mean it's all about you know ed- ed- education is all about giving um and what i tell people is that as hairstylists and and barbers in the industry every single one of us is a given person and when you work in a shop your main goal is to give back to your clients you know you're 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 making them feel good you're making them look good you're offering them advice and you're there for and you're there for support so when that when that client walks out the door you are making them feel like a brand new person when you give and you're giving them confidence and they generally you know, there's that saying, a haircut can change someone's life. And yes. generally, I do believe that in many ways. Yes. And as an educator, your your role changes. You don't, you're not, your focus now isn't on the client, which it originally was. Yes. Your focus now is on the stylist who seeks advice and knowledge from you, which then can go and better himself within the salon. So yes. all it is, is your focus changes from the student sorry, from the client to the student. Yeah. And you're helping someone else in a different way. Yeah. So everyone is helping within the industry and everyone's giving back. But as an educator, your main focus and source is giving back to the student. Yes. And, that, and that's kind of where it changes. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, no, it's, 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 do you know, I never wanted to do it, but then once I'd done it, like, it was unbelievably rewarding, mm. you know. It's almost like a little dr- bit of a drug, isn't it, of... of um, is it called dopamine, the drug that makes yes. you kind of feel good? Yeah. Yes. When you ha- when you see someone else smile and benefit and learn something from you, it gives you that do- that little hit of dopamine. You're like, oh wow, actually, you know, yes. this is this is kind of good. Yeah, because at, at first I I was almost like, no, I don't want to show people what I do. You know, I, I wanted to keep it all to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But but there's only so long you can you, you know you you just feel like actually no, I need to give something back now. I, I, I'm getting all these people liking my work you know complimenting me sending me messages and things like like, i want to give something back now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and help and help them and i think i think with me i think a lot of people want to see they want to know about my photography you know and how i capture the images and my my thought process behind 
why I do something mm-hmm. rather than technically, rather than the haircut itself. Do you get what I'm saying? Not, yeah, they want to learn all about what's inside your mind and how you're yes. putting, putting together the image and everything. Yeah. Yes, it's like the whole, like, why? You know, what, yeah. what, why did you do Tekken Shoe? Why did you do Mad Max Shoe? You know, what, why did you do this? Why, you know, and, and I think that's, that's what people want from me, mm. you know? I, 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 think, I think I've found myself towards the start of educating in a similar uh, mind frame to you in terms of as what you, when you get to a certain level and people are starting to appreciate your work and stuff, you, you kind of think to yourself, this, this, this can go one way or the other. I, I, I could maybe start teaching and sharing what I know, but then there's that little bit of ego that kind of kicks in and it's like, why should I tell everyone else my secrets then everyone else will get as good as me but then yeah once you kind of put that to the side and you realize no 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 no, that's that that's not a healthy way of thinking actually once you realize the more you give the more that you get back the yes. more the more rewarding everything else becomes yep and you know do you know one of the most amazing things about teaching as well you you, re, you refine you refine yourself it's yeah. like whilst you're teaching, you're actually refining your own skills. You're getting better yourself. You're getting better yourself, exactly. yeah. You're getting yeah. paid to get better yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it, how it works? Yes, yes, yeah. Amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, on to the last few little questions I've got for yeah. you. Um, yeah. what, is the, what do you want to achieve um, in the next five years? Is there anything that stands out that you can share or is it, is it a bit secretive? Um. No, I just I, like what, what do I want to achieve? I yeah, personally, professionally, is there anything that um, that you want to really achieve in the next five years, or are you quite happy with everything? At the moment? I'm, I'm sort, I'm sort, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I, I was happy the way things were going. Yeah, of obviously, course. with with this, this, the, uh, you know, what's happened recently, uh, it's kind of, I, I'm, I, I'm unsure at the moment, you know, where everything's going, but everything was really starting to kick off for me. Uh, last year and this year, I mean, I cancelled four gigs, you know, um, in March, and I think I was really start starting my education educating journey. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I was really starting to get like get confident with it and get and um, I was really really enjoying it. Um, but well, I, I just want to I just want the shops to do well. I, I, I want to continue that. I want to. Exp- I, I actually wanted to to start my own academy as well um, before the lockdown. I spoke to you about it, didn't I, in Greece? Yeah, I remember briefly um, what you were saying about that, actually. It was exciting. Yeah, yeah I, but, but um, you know, I'm not sure where that stands now. Mm. Um, but, like, yeah, for me, at the moment, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm just taking each day as it comes and just going with the flow. It, uh, and that's it. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. to be fair, that's completely respectable with what's going on at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> Take, I, taking it day by day is a smart thing, mate. Yeah, I, I, I can't really. Yeah, I, I had, I, I, I was sort of on a path. You know, I was going with the flow, and I was kind of like on a path, mm. and I was just seeing where I, I was enjoying the experience, and it was a new challenge, and I was just seeing where it was, where it was taking me. But with everything that's happening now, it's kind of grounded me. You know, I'm grounded. I'm like really focusing on the business, focusing on the customers, you know, and and just 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 really thinking about the business. So if yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's completely um, understandable. Say if things started to get better towards the end of the year and next year, you know, the the events started happening again. Would you say that your 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 focus is really on pushing the education and that journey then? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, and just yeah. seeing where seeing where it takes me. I've I've never had an end an end game. You know, when I when I whenever I do something, I think life life's a journey. You know, life is a journey, and you and you 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 just you go you go with with the flow and see where things take you. I I feel that if you you can have uh, ideas of where you want things to go, but have some sort of plan but just just enjoy the moment you know and 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 go with it and as long as you're happy and 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 and, and you're you know enjoying what you're doing i think everything will look after itself you know take care of today tomorrow will take care take care of itself do you know what i mean mm-hmm. no i think that's a, lo- a lovely bit of advice and i think it is so easy to kind of focus on what you want rather than realizing what you have yeah I, you know, I just, I, I want to be, I want to be successful. I, I, I would like to educate more. I'd like to travel. I'd like to see more of Europe and travel. And, um, I, I want my, um, I, you know, I would like to, to do, I would like to take my kids abroad, you know, I want them to see the world. Um, I, I'd love to take my kids, you know, like I think there was a, a guy in Australia that was saying about going over there and educating. Uh, and the first thing I said to him, you know, I'd like to bring my, my family over with me, you know, can you accommodate that? Um, and uh, that's that's a, a really where I, what I'd love to do is take my family with me and and mm. to watch me educate. Uh-huh. Y- you know, are, are you going to get your kids into cutting hair when they're old enough? <laughs> did, did, no, I was I was thinking this like my my, my eight year old um, he he loved having his haircut, but but my other boys have got um, long hair, but he's got short hair. And he he was actually wanting to have a go. Um, yeah, he sounds like a barber to me, mate. Yeah, and I was thinking, do you want to be? I said to him, do you want to be the the youngest, the youngest kid in the world to cut hair? Because <laughs> you could be. Do, what is the youngest kid in the world that cuts hair? Do you know? I'm not sure. I've seen some. I've seen some very strange Instagram videos in the past where there's been some some very young kids cutting hair. But I mean, <laughs> you don't know what to believe anymore when you see it, mate. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. There's always that. Um, there's always that title to up up for grabs. I'm yes. Sure. Yeah, well, uh, he's eight, so um, that's quite young, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure there's younger barbers out there, but it's whether they're good barbers, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so, so um, I, want, I want you to leave us with one a bit of advice that you can give to people um, moving forward. One, maybe one bit of advice that you've always stuck by in your life that's kind of helped you get to where you've got to now. It could be any, about anything. Um, one bit of advice. Have a think. Yeah. Um, I, I just like, just stay positive. Enjoy the journey. Um, don't don't worry too much about uh, the future. Just 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 enjoy the moment, you know, and uh, and just be happy, you know. Um, as long as you're happy. I think everything comes to you. You know what I mean. It mm-hmm. become it becomes it just becomes natural, and it, and and you will succeed at it. If if you're not happy doing something, but you're trying to force force it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't happen. You know, and I think you make yourself more unhappy. So as long as you're happy doing what you're doing, it will all it will all come to you. It will all fall fall on your on your lap. You know, it's. I think uh, 
Is that all right? Charlie? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt you in case you came out of something really beautiful. And um, I think you said something really nice there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just stay positive, and if you're doing the right thing, you will be happy, and the right things yeah. will come come to you, and the right people will come into your life for sure. You, 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 you put you put positivity out there in the world. Positivity comes to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's what you put out in the world will come to you. No, I agree. And and, and, and people people follow your energy. You know. It, you, you, I always think that, that, that it's the energy. Energy that, doesn't lie, my friend. Yes, energy exactly. doesn't lie. Yes. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Well yeah. said. Well, we're going to finish up there. Um, yeah. I think we've got some really, really, really good information from you there. And it was really nice to hear all about your background and, and all about Braid Barbers and, and, and everything. And yeah. I truly wish um, you all the best through these hard times. And, yeah. and you. Yeah, thank you, mate. And, and I hope to see you soon, mate, when, yeah, when I, all of this starts to clear up, you know? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, it'd be nice to catch up with you at some point. I might come down to London and have a beer with you, Charlie. If you... Mate, I'd, I, I would be well up for that. Whenever you, whenever you want to come um, into town, give, yeah. me a, give, me, give me a message and um, we'll have a good chat, mate. I look forward yes. to that, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's always... Charlie, it's always a pleasure talking to you. You, you, you you're great. Honestly, you are. You're really great. And and th- that like, one thing with like you know yourself and and men spy, one thing you guys, you're so down to earth. You know, and 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 that's that's so important. You know, when the, the, the success, you guys are so successful, and you could be so big headed, and uh, and and you, and you you guys are great. You really are. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. And I, I, honestly, I was really taken back with how down to earth you were, Charlie. When I when I met you, you just you just like you know one of the lads, you know. I am who I am, mate, and that's uh, that's that's all I'll ever be. So um, yeah, and it's important to you know to be yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, mate. I will catch up with you soon. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Cheers, Cheers Rob. Bye. 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 Thanks again, Rob, for coming on to the podcast. It was a really great conversation and I found lots of things out that I didn't actually know about you. And I'm sure the guys took a lot of things away from what you said in terms of you can be anywhere in the world, whether it's Vietnam or anywhere you want to be, and you can take inspiration from people and things and objects and apply them into photo shoots or projects or even hair, um, you know, way, way further down the line. So... I hope to see you again um, on stage again in another country at some point in the future. And I wish you and Braid Barbers and everyone in them all the best going into the future. It was great to chat and thank you for your time.